What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to our latest episode of our 9 a.m. Sunday experience, recorded live at our location in Vancouver, B.C. So come on in and enjoy a powerful right now word brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy. Just one time, shout hallelujah. Today, so what is the series we've been in called? Come on, a little louder. The Power Rangers. The Power Rangers. Say it one more time. And how many people was really blessed last week when we dealt with the power of authentic identity? I had so many people, Elder John, come to me and was like, you was talking about me. It felt like you were just talking to me. No, God was talking to you. I was just being the mailman. But that's a hard one when you have to sit through a service for an hour plus and hear about you. But it's a blessing. First, number one, it's a miracle that you had ears to hear God. You'd be surprised how many people don't hear God. The fact that you like, ooh, understand the ministry of the Holy Spirit one of them is to convict the world let me help you it doesn't mean convict everybody that has not accepted Jesus it means convict every worldly thing in everybody so you still got flesh and world in you guess what Holy Spirit gonna hit it up and last week I don't know about you uh but I got hit up too. That's why I preached it. Like, you ain't just going to be talking to me, God. I'm preaching this to them. No, I'm just playing. That's not how it works. <laughs> but as I continue to try and thread this whole Power Ranger series, um, I thought it was no better way to move forward. I had more really good stuff for identity, but I think there's no better thing that I feel led to do. I feel... Like, there's no better way to talk about identity than to talk about the power in the name of Jesus. Um, because everybody in this culture is about names. You name drop and you say, oh, did you see what's the name? Did you see what's the name in town? Have you ever been to that restaurant? What restaurant? The one with, if you say the name, understand. When you say Earl's, you either say, wow cool or uh let you understand something your image is attached to your name your reputation is attached to your name and so when we're talking name we're talking identity and the bible was I'm, I'm sorry we're in a culture where we 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 just we love jacked up names and some people love nicknames why do we have aliases why do you change your name why on applications do they ask you, do you have any other names? Names are important, and there's a lot attached to your name. I love how God told Abraham, don't you worry about, don't you worry about making your name great. I'm going to make your name great. But so much pride, and so many people are trying to make a name for themselves. Right? When you're after a certain career, it's all about the name, how you want people, when they hear Dylan, you want them, which Dylan? The broke Dylan or the rich Dylan? 
right? You get four or five names, you, you're talking about the black Dylan or the white Dylan, the tall Dylan or the skinny Dylan, the short Dylan, the one with long hair Dylan, bald head Dylan, right? Everything is attached to your name. You cannot avoid making a name, having your image attached to your name. If you're lazy, guess what? Lazy Dylan or hang your TV anywhere Dylan. <laughs> and I think we're in a culture that has lost the course of its identity. Not I think, I know. And why? It's because everything we've attached our name to is shakable, movable, and it's changeable. The thing about our grandparents, some of us, in the old-time religion, is their identity was found in Jesus. The reason you see miracles over in other countries, in Africa, in China, in certain areas, is because they've gotten, to, in some situations, the Philippines, wherever... When people are at their lowest, their only means to survive is Jesus or their religion. That's where our generation is. We don't wait on Jesus. We don't. Jesus is just this thing that may guarantee us eternal life. It is not a necessity. He is not something we absolutely have to have every single moment of our lives. This is the air I breathe. Beautiful song. Uh, that Martha Menezi sang. But what she's saying is, without you, I don't live. Just like your body needs water, your soul needs Jesus. The living water. That's why he says, this well woman that you're sitting at is cool, but it's going to leave you thirsty. What you talking about? You disrespecting our forefathers. No, 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 no. I'm just talking about a different water that will, all, that, will, that will satisfy your thirst for eternity. And we're in a generation where uh, Jesus is an option, not a lifestyle. And what we got to understand is there is no salvation outside of his name. That's why you can't put your trust in nothing or nobody else more than you put your, your, your trust in Jesus. Why? Because it's by his name and only his names that you are saved. It's by his name and only his name that G demons got to leave your house. It's by his name and only his name that cancer has to go. That, that's it. That's by his name, only his name, that this city is going to be known for revival. That, that, that's the only name, not your name. You don't have nothing to offer me. So when I partner with people, I got to make sure, depending on how much I got to offer, is your name, are you trusting in the name? Where two or three are gathered together in my name. So we got to understand what, what my name is. It's not just because, and then we, 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 we overuse his name, which you can't do, but you can do if your heart's not aligned with what you're saying. We'll say, oh, well, in the name of Jesus. Oh, I'm going to tell him about himself in the name of Jesus. And then, especially Christian language, everything is in the name of Jesus. So we've watered down the power to name because it's just like blinking. We just say it. 
So when we say it, it doesn't shift atmospheres like it should. Because we use it for anything and everything. <laughs> I'm going to slap them in the name of Jesus, though. And that's not going to, the, the, the Lord is not co-signing for you to slap. You talking, you on the phone? Hey, hey, man, hey, man, I'm just saying, I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know. I thought she was just decided to call somebody, okay? <laughs> Tell them hello. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Proverbs 22. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. Isn't that opposite of the world, right? Our, our identity is found in riches. But the Lord says, your name has more value on it than your riches. But we think that our riches make our name. No, Jesus makes our name great. And loving favor rather than silver and gold. I'll take favor over silver and gold. I'll take favor with God any day. Ecclesiastes 1, a good name, say a good name. A good name is better than precious perfume. Back then, perfume really meant something. They didn't have Tom Ford, Gucci, Burberry. They didn't have like all of the oils from Africa, all kinds of scents. They, it, wasn't, it was oil, it was very precious. That's why when the woman broke it over Jesus, disciples was like, oh my God, why did you do that? He said, man, if y'all understood what this woman just did, that perfume, he says, a good name is greater than even that perfume. And the day of death better than the day of one's birth. I like this because I was going to leave part B out, but it was, I believe the Lord was saying that you dying in and to Christ, in Christ, is greater than you trying to live in you. Death in Christ is greater than living in the world, living for your job, living for your family, living for your friends. No, you die in Christ, and out of your death in Christ, you live the life of his resurrection. Amen. Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, 1 Corinthians 6, says this in verse 11. It's true that some of you once lived in those lifestyles. Anybody know what those lifestyles are? Anybody? Effie, are you the only sinner in here? Apparently. Amen. Dylan? Dylan with the sin on his back? Amen. Right, right. Do y'all know that Dylan, right? All right. Andrew? Sinner Andrew? Anybody? Any other sinners in, any other sinners in here? Bernadette? Sinners saved by what? Grace. Amen. Amen. Don't identify yourself as a sinner. Identify yourself as a son who was, was a sinner saved by grace. If you've a recovering alcoholic, don't, 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 do not identify yourself as a recovering alcoholic. You a son who tripped up one time. You are free and delivered from alcohol, meth, heroin, whatever it is you struggle with. Totally free, gone, bye. The world likes to keep the wrong names attached to you. I don't know who that's for, but amen, I'll take it. It's true that some of you used to live in those lifestyles, but now, but now, say, but now. 
but now you have been purified from sin, made holy, and given a perfect standing before God. Say perfect standing. Come on, everybody. It's per perfect standing. All because of the power of the name of the Lord Jesus. You've been given perfect standing because of the name of Jesus. You hear that, Michael? Because of the name of Jesus. Because of the name of Jesus. Not because of the name of your prime minister. Not because of the name of the United States president. Not because of the name of your mama, your daddy. Nobody. You have been made perfect because of the name of Jesus. That's who you owe your life to. The Messiah, and through our union with the Spirit of our God, we have been made perfect. The name of Jesus. When we just think of the name, we think of Jesus' name just like another name. And today, all day today, we're going to dive into really what this name carries because it's beyond just a name. It's beyond letters. A name in scripture or in the Bible represents the very essence of the person. Names are so important that God, you, you know, John's daddy had to go mute for a little bit because, because God said, you're going to name him what I want him named because what I have called for him is based on, it's all in his name. Kiki Cool. But be careful naming her Kiki or just something because it's cute. Be careful what you allow people to call you because of a mistake or a characteristic you have, but God wants to change. I remember my little, my little rap name, Zealous. It was passionate, enthusiastic, energetic, and fantastic. Perfect name. Remind you of Jesus. So I was cool, zealous. But then it got to a point where the Lord said, no, you're too grown for a stage name. Rock your name. The legacy is in your birth name. And I don't care if both of your, both your first and last name carry eight letters apiece. It ain't about how long it is. It ain't about if it ain't a rap name. You make the name. If, if, if people, it, it is some jacked up names. Have you ever seen some athletes with their name got to be almost in a circle on the back of their jersey because it's so long? Anna Wakanda Wawuda. <laughs> Just his last name. Giannis. Yes. But see, why in other countries, in certain cultures, their parents named them something that, meant that, that was connected to power? You ask them their names. You ask some Northern American kids, people they name, they don't know. You ask somebody from another who, 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 who value culture. My name means strong in the wind. Never falling. <laughs> hey, but at least they know. Their parents really thought, for my kids, 
Malia, Malachi, Micah, Malia J, Richmond, Malachi Jeremiah Richmond, Micah James Richmond. You can't just interrupt the bloodline. You also got to retitle the bloodline, too, in some ways. Now, we're going to keep that Richmond name on there because God is making that Richmond name great. No matter what my daddy, my grandpa, none of them did. It's God starting with me. We're going we to leave a great name on this earth by God's will. But being very intentional, no matter what my kids go through, they always got to be conscious of what their name means. Go to God about the name. <laughs> Don't just drive by somewhere in Hawaii and just... Oh, that sounds so cute. No, ask God, what does he have for your child? Hey, even be strategic how you name your dog. Name him Promise. Promise, come here. Promise. Promise, come now. Come now in Jesus' name. Some of us name our pets some jacked up stuff, and every time you got a call on it. <laughs> tequila, come, tequila, come, tequila, come, come. Ah, <laughs> uh, amen. <laughs> and then when you get revelation, you got to change the dog name, and now they confuse. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Uh, a name in scripture is the, the very essence of the person, a person's personality, a person's character. Oh, you just moved on, huh? Y'all quick up there. Don't leave. Don't, don't, come on. Come on. You can't unveil. A person's personality, character, reputation, and authority are all wrapped up in his or her name. You hear what I'm saying? A person's personality and character and reputation and authority are all wrapped up in his name. The name of Jesus has so much power that he can change your reputation. He could change your personality. He could change your character. And he could change your authority. Why? Because all those are wrapped up in his name. I don't care what family you was born in. I don't care what name you have on your birth certificate. The moment you believe and receive the, all that Jesus' name is, man, you will become a new being. I receive it too. Jesus tells, I mean, the Lord tells Abraham, I will make your name great. Say, go and do it, God. Now, why will he make his name great? Because everything that came out of him, including you, the Lord will do great things through. You are a, a part of the promise of Abraham, the blessing of Abraham. I don't know about you, but I know I am. The blessing of Abraham. I am. I am. Tell your neighbor, give me yours, because you act like you don't want it. What's wrong with you? Your name and image are tied together. Your name and image are tied together. You have horrible. Well, you don't look like today. No, your name and your image are tied together. And I have done some jacked up things in my life. 
And the worst thing you want is when people say your name is coming over. Understand, it ain't when your name is coming over, it's you. Who was that at the door? Dylan, that be stealing. My mom will tell, say, who you going out with today? Kenny. Which Kenny? Ken Reed? Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> what do people experience? Not what people think, but what do people experience when they hear your presence is coming? Jesus' name carries his presence. That's why demons flee when they hear it. And that's why if we get too familiar with it, that's why we got double tongue and all that. That's why when we say it, it don't have the power it should have. God is not, not, not moving. But it's the vessels that are carrying his being. We're conflicted. He gave us his blood. He gave us his name. He gave us his image. He gave us his spirit. He gave us his word, literally. Why would you even want to hold on to you? <laughs> he gave us his life. His life. If somebody give you their word, they give you their name, they give you their blood, that's when you have a blood transfusion, right? You got somebody else's life inside of you. He gave you his body. He gave you the breath in his lungs. He gave you his spirit. He gave you his soul. How did he give you his soul? Because he gave you his blood. He spilled his blood for you. The life of the flesh is in the what? Blood. He is giving you his entire life. Now, every time why pride is so sick is because you're saying your way is better than his way. Your thoughts are better than his thoughts. Your life is better. Your efforts is better than his. He has given you his way, his truth, his life, his blood, everything he has given to you. It's yours to pick up. I know the battle gets tough. I know it gets challenging, but he has overcome it for you through his life. That's the good news of him resurrecting. He got up so I can get up again. Ooh, it's too early to be preaching. It's too early. Too early. To, to do anything in the name of dot, dot, dot is to do it in their image and authority. You can go, you can go name dropping all you want, but you say the wrong name. Right, that's when you look at the mafia and all them because you was just affiliated with somebody. Now they come, you mess, mess with their money, they come kill your family. Why? Because you were part of the name. <laughs> you got the last name of your daddy that stole from the mafia. So in other words, if I kill something that's a part of your name, I kill you. We just take names just lightly and just, no, 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 we have been given the greatest name that will ever reign in this world, that will, that, that will dominate, that will, every knee shall bow, every language shall confess. 
Why will we choose our way? Why do we allow ourselves, because we were born in jacked up families, to identify with jacked up over got up? First John 3. And this is his order. Say order. Say command. Uh, tell yourself he really meant this. It's his command, his injunction that we should believe in, put our faith and trust in, and adhere to and rely on what? Come on, talk to me. Talk to me. Come on, what is it? The who? The name. This is something he commanded. We should believe in, put our faith, our trust in, adhere to and rely on the name. Rely on the name. You can, you can have nothing. You can have nothing. Joseph had nothing. But Potiphar said, get that man because he's connected to a name. It looks like the Lord is with him. Everything he touches because of who he's affiliated with. See, you trying to uh, impress people instead of letting the name and the image rest on your life and God will move on somebody's heart and give them eyes to see and say, I don't know what about this person, but it's something on their life that is just, I got to have them on my team. I got to have them in my organization. That's how he works. Remember coming back from, the, from California when we went right before COVID hit and they shut everything down, uh, about 21 of us or so went to California to the church um, that, I, that I go to back home. And um, on our way, we flew out of Seattle. Um, and then we drove back. So we were driving on the way back really, really late at night, caravanning. And um, we, are, we were in the midst of getting our work permits re, um, reissued. And uh, we didn't know, lawyer didn't tell us, while you in the middle of that process, you can't leave this country. Or you legally can be kept out. So I'm like, okay. But we thought because the same paperwork we had that showed that we were in the process, our son would go to, to the States and play in basketball tournaments and things like that. So we thought we were good. Um, and so we were. Um, and... You can't just put on favor whenever you feel like it. You got to know who you are in every situation. So we walk up, they tell us to pull over, you know, they, they just make you nervous because they ask you a bunch of questions. I don't know about you, but for me, for sure, we get a bunch of questions, the extra questions, unnecessary questions. You want to be like, what are you, why does that matter? Um, but you can't. Some of us can't. We, can, we can't do that. We can't get attitude with government officials. And they have too much power. Because you run up on a bad one, they will just out of having a bad day. But anyway, we cross. They send us in. But they didn't just send me in. They sent my wife in. And we carrying the baby in. They sent the whole team in because we roll as a team. So everybody pulled over. And then about six of us or eight of us, two carloads, walked into place. We walk up to the front. And we give them the paperwork we have. I don't know about you, but I'm, going, I'm crossing this border. I'm, my home is Canada because God sent me here. You can't keep me out of where I'm sent. See, you're wearing, you wearing everything he is. 
right? And so it doesn't matter what situation you're in, God will give people eyes to see. So you stay calm. Why? Because calm is in his name. <laughs> you talk in joy. You smile at 12 a.m. no matter how inconvenient it is. Why? Because smile is in his name. Joy is in his name. And they're already on edge. Why are you going to be on edge? Just be obedient and, and work the process and understand that you are a citizen. Why? Because this is my father's soil. And so we, we go through the process. He go and check up and everything. And we talk in. And he tells me, you know you, we could do this and do that. And I'm like, yeah, I, I get it, officer. Um, I totally understand. Um, and... Uh, He's like, but we're not going to do it with just, just no, um, we could, we could, we could send you back right now and we could send somebody to go pack up your house and you go home. No problem. In my head, I'm like, but I'm not going back home. In my head, in my head, I'm not, I'm not telling him that. I'm too, I'm smart for that one. Um, and we go through all of this and he lets me across him and that, I don't know about you, but, um, being an immigrant, every time I cross the border, there's a great appreciation because I'm only here by God's grace right now any given time I don't care if I do have a work permit if they want to kick me out the country they can kick me out the country for any reason the grace of God is upon us we are planting pioneering building leading a group of people that are citizens here and we're not and if you wrap your mind around that Some of y'all don't get scared. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going to get kicked out. I'm going to be a permanent resident, then I'm going to get that dub, that double citizenship. <laughs> um, but the faith that it takes, I can't just have faith in my work permit because that expires. <laughs> you hear that, Eero? Eero, you hear that, Eero? Eero, you hear that? Your faith can't be in the paperwork. Your faith can't be in your birth certificate. Your faith can't be in your resume because all of that can change. That is not a seal of authority. Your bank statement is not a seal of authority. Your identity can't be in things that can change. But because I carried the image of my father He had to protect me. He had to keep me. And that's why he said, it is very vital. I'm commanding you to put your trust, your faith, and your confidence in the name of Jesus. Period. Most people are looking for big companies to be a part of. Won't you help a small company be big? Not many people want to help start. They just want to be people that be a part, right? It's easy to grow a church when it's big because everybody want to be attracted to big. They're attracted to big. The revival is in numbers, so it seems, but not many people understand what it takes to pioneer and start something. Everybody just wants the, the handout. They don't want the work, but, but, but I'm here to tell you, you can't put your trust in a name because there's big names that's crumbling under the pandemic, and there's small names that have been prepared for this moment. Matthew 11, for wherever two or three are gathered in 
my what? Name. Wherever two or three are gathered, drawn together as my followers. I love this. In my name is not just saying Jesus' name. It means wherever two or three followers. You want to see miracles? Get me around two or three followers. Two or three people that actually believe in the power of his name and all that his name can accomplish. Two or three gather. We just say just because two or three people at church, he in the midst. Yes, he's here, but we're not talking about he's here, but he's here to do something. He ain't just here. It's not in his nature just to be here. It's in his nature to move wherever here is. Say move, God. My name, he said, in, into my name, and, and there I am in the midst of them. To be gathered in his name is to be united together in faith, in trust, and in confidence in the power of his name, in the power of his authority, in the power of his image, and in the power of his likeness. That's what it is to be gathered together in his name. You have to first be in faith in his name. You know how I many people say his name but don't believe in his name? Man, anytime let, let, a, let a bomb go off, how many people say, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Ain't it funny how people don't believe in Jesus, but when trouble comes, they call Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What in the hell is happening, Jesus? I didn't cuss for all you deep people that wasn't cussing. Hell is a real place. It's not just a word. It is a bad place, though. You don't want to go. So today, you'll have a chance to give your, give your life to Jesus. Believing he is, he was, and he will do. Two or three gathered together that believe he what is. Believing he what is. Believing he has and believe he what will do. Do I got two or three here together that believe he is, he has, and he will do? Amen. <laughs> Acts 17 says, for in him we live. You see this. In him we live. And move and have our what? Being. <laughs> I don't want to build a Tower of Babel. I don't want to build an image that got to bow down. I don't want to build something that's got to crumble at the presence of the Lord. I don't want to build something that when it gets shook at the core, it's broken and I got to start over at 60. See, so many people on Instagram, look, let me tell you that the fruit of finances is not a sign that God is happy with you. Hard work brings finances. You don't need faith in God. You just need to work hard. That's a principle. Just work hard. You get money. But what are you building? The Lord said he's going to blow on it. Go read it. It's in the Bible. He's going to blow on it. And what's not of him will crumble. I don't want to build nothing that don't count when I'm gone. I don't want to build nothing that when I show up to his face that it can't, it, it's not going, you, you ever try to, you ever try to pay, some, you ever try to pay with something that the currency don't qualify in that country or that place? 
you know, little kid put a token from the arcades in the snack, the snack machine because it's the size of the quarter. I tried it in my, in, in my struggling days. I'm like, maybe the machine, the parking, the parking meter will think this is a quarter, the same size. You put it in and it just don't work. And there's things that we are building that just won't work. When you're in trouble, it won't help you. <laughs> if you're sick, it, that, that babble you build, it, build it won't help you. Whatever, that, that thing you put in confidence in, it won't help you. What are you building that is not the proper currency to see the results that God has ordained for you to see? Money is the world's currency. Faith is heaven's currency. The same way you spend money, you spend faith. What are you spending faith on today? Faith is heaven's currency. The just shall live by what? Faith. You go to the grocery store, you best believe you're going to pay by money. You can't just pay by love. You can't pay by in Jesus' name either. But if you want to withdraw everything that heaven has for, for you, the earth, the city, the, the, your family, it's going to be obtained by what? Faith. For in him we live and move and have our what? Being. Galatians 2. My old identity. It's very important that we understand a man that stoned Christians, killed Christians, has now found his identity in Christ. My old identity has been co-crucified with Messiah and no longer lives. My old self has been crucified with Jesus and no longer lives. If I've truly died, then I have nothing to offer myself. I'm living off of Jesus' wealth. I'm living off of Jesus' faith. I'm living off of Jesus. How does Jesus' faith come? By his word. Faith comes by hearing. Hearing what? The word. So when you read Jesus, Jesus shows up. And his faith shows up. So when I'm in a situation, when I'm living in some insufficiencies, guess what I'm spending? Jesus' faith. That came by his what? Word. Ain't no faith for Aladdin. I mean, you're just reading. Folks, just we on the airplane, man. We waste our time trying to escape the paradise. Put that book down and get some word inside of you. Aladdin ain't going to help you. With, uh, uh, Harry Potter ain't going to help you. Whatever your little magazine is ain't going to help you when you're in trouble. I'm trying to escape with my imagination. No, you need to pick up the word sometime so you got Jesus on board and you can create, you can have the mind of Christ because trouble will come, is coming, and will always be in the earth. Amen. For the nails of his cross crucified me with him. Yes, amen. Like, mommy, did you hear that? And now the essence of this new life is no longer mine. That's why we talked about heavenly realities. Your reality has to become God's reality. You have to see the earth how God sees the earth. You have to see circumstances how God sees circumstances. You have to handle relationships how God handles relationships, how Jesus handled relationships. 
For the anointed one lives his life through me. So powerful. This is so liberating that all I have to do, Troy, is be available. He lives through, like, this is not a metaphor. This is literal. How many people love coffee mugs? All right, a few of you, that's fine, that's fine. I hate ugly coffee mugs. Hate little coffee mugs. That's, no, I like, I like, I like, like when my lips touch that coffee mug, I like just, I just love the artist, art, art, artistic expression of some coffee mugs. I like big handles. I like wide cups. I love when you finish drinking it and at the end it has a heart at the bottom. <laughs> just to always remind you to love. Or you give it to your neighbor that come over that has a bad attitude. And they finish drinking the cup and they just are reminded, love. But all those cups are different vessels to put a beverage in. That cup has no purpose without a vessel. That, per that, it has, that vessel is transportation for the liquid. It goes from the coffee pot, it goes from the tea kettle into another vessel into another vessel. We're carriers of something. And no matter how much you like it, you're carrying something. Disease has no power unless it has a what? Carrier. And that's why disease can't stay if something greater you're carrying lives with you. It's a carrier, and all God is saying, I need carriers of glory. I need carriers of love, carriers of joy, carriers of revival. Carry me. And that's what he died for, vessels to carry him, to carry his presence. Not in these four walls on Sunday, but you come and get filled up. You come and get sharpened. And you carry it out there and hopefully another vessel will drink it because what's in your cup is too good to pass <laughs> you got some people double fisting they got Jesus in one hand and I'm gonna just call it the devil in another hand so you come around folks nine times out of ten for sure won't the devil because you are you offering both you show up with options? I'm already fleshy. Absolutely, I'm going to take some more flesh. Give it to me. But when you consistently are bringing peace, consistently bringing glory around, it's only a matter of time somebody going to keep looking. Keep looking. And after a while, they're going to pick it up. And that's why you go taste and see that the Lord is good. But how are they going to taste it if you ain't carrying consistently? Don't nobody want to go to a bakery that's open sometime? You got to drive 30 minutes and they might be closed? <laughs> Don't nobody want your Jesus if once a week you only happy? They, they can't guarantee that the bread of life is going to be served today? Every time they need help, you got be back on lunch break. Be back in 10 minutes. You ever not had 10 minutes? Show up to the bakery, 10, ain't got 10 minutes. Guess what they do? They go to the next place. 
Because when hungry people are hungry, they're looking for something. And then whether the new age show up first before the Christians show up, guess what? That's your fault, not God's fault. If the Muslims show up witnessing before the Christian do, guess what? Ain't they fault. If they were hungry and they found something that would bring some resolve to their life. So that's your fault. You're the laborer. You're the soul winner. You, you want to be a coward, you don't want to be bold, but there's other religions that are bold. They'll knock on doors, they'll share their faith. Then don't be mad when, when the people choose other religions. They're thirsty, they're hungry. Have you ever been thirsty and hungry? There's people out there starving, but can't, they cannot afford prime rib, so they'll eat Cheetos. And you got prime rib, but you'll let people eat Cheetos all day because you ain't ready, you ain't open. You on lunch break, you'll be back in 15 minutes. You too busy. We got prime rib, but we ain't ready to serve it. So people eating Cheetos, Doritos. Then they get tired of playing Cheetos. Now they need hot Cheetos. When we fast, you want to talk to Natalia, she'll tell you all about preservatives and additives. And no, you can't just, and then just because you're plant-based don't mean you're healthy. You're still eating fried kale. What the? Deep fried kale. I'm plant-based, baby. No, you're missing the whole point. missing the whole point and that's what we're having people are eating they're finding faith but it's Cheetos they're malnourished because the people that supposedly got the real deal we too busy we eating Cheetos too instead of eating the steak you got access to the table they don't they only got access through you I'm glad we got three services. Pretty soon, fall though, fall though, fall though. Saturday will always be, a, always be a different message though. My new life is empowered, empowered by the faith. Empowered by Nike, we bring this commercial to you, empowered by the NBA.com. We're empowered by the faith of the Son of God, empowered by the faith of the Son. The faith of the son who loves me so much that he gave himself for me. And here we go. Dispenses his life into mine. Now, it is very important. He dispenses his life into yours and it's your, or your job to dispense it into others. Right? You find hand sanitizer. Somebody dispensed hand sanitizer in that bottle. Guess what we supposed to do at the door? Dispense it into your hand. We can't tell the government, we got hand sanitizer, but can't nobody use it. You better dispense that hand sanitizer. You can't just walk around talking about you got Jesus, but you ain't dispensing Jesus. You're not releasing glory. You're more anxious. You bring anxiety on the scene. At least wait till Friday. You're releasing anxiety on Monday, Sunday night. Give it a few days. There's no greater name than the name of Jesus. 
I'm going to say it again. There's no greater name than the name of Jesus. I'm going to say it one more again. There's no greater name than the name of Jesus. One more again. There's no greater name than the name of Jesus. Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with us by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And join us next time as we receive another powerful right now word brought to us by our man of God, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy the rest of your day. And in the meantime, get your love fixed, man.